Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Monday. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony Toshi. We got DJ Danielle behind the Mac making all of the action happen. Guys, if you're new here, do us a solid. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on audio, leave a five-star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast. Just me today. No Eric Ruby. I don't know where he is, to be completely honest with you. I don't know where Eric is. Maybe he's off today. Maybe he's off. I know Eric... Eric's always busy doing a bunch of things, so hopefully we can get Senor Ruby back on this show soon enough, but that's not going to stop us because we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to be getting into our Pac-12 power rankings at the tail end of the show. We're going to be talking about a class of 2024 defensive back that Arizona State and Kenny Dillingham managed to snag. Not to mention, guys, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you saw social media over the weekend, but Marvin Harrison Jr. and Caleb Williams... They are not going to be participating in the NFL Combine, uh, so we're definitely going to get into that. Also, ASU basketball's big win over Washington State. My goodness, just reading off all of those things, we got a whole hell of a lot to talk about. But we are going to start off with the Waffle House Challenge. Guys, I don't know if you saw my social media over the weekend or if you were listening to the show on Friday, but we kind of teased it. So I lost uh, Fantasy Football League with some of the the guys that I went to college with. And the punishment was I had to spend 24 hours at a Waffle House. And for every waffle that I ate, I was able to subtract an hour from my time. And I went in with a lofty goal. I went in with a lofty goal of 17 waffles. Mind you, I had never been, I had never been to a Waffle House before. So I was out there with, with a little too much confidence. It runs in the family. Okay, so I get there, I see the waffles, I'm like, okay, these are bigger than I thought they were going to be, but they're thin. We can always we can always make it work, right? So right out of the gate, I ordered three, three waffles, I put them down like it was nothing. Piece of cake. The waffles, they didn't know what hit them, okay? Waffles four and five, they, they, they started to fight back, okay? They started to fight back a little bit. I could feel it in my gut, the bloatedness, to the point of like, this is going to be painful as we move on, right? But I got through it. Now, six, seven, and eight. Six, seven, and eight. Oh, my goodness. Uh, six, seven, and eight, they are, they've inspired my villain arc. Those waffles um, made me no longer like sweets. They made me no longer like breakfast pastries. Uh, but I got through it, okay? That's the trend here. Took a big break. Took a big break. Participated with our lovely partners over at OGs. Um, and I'll tell you what, 9 and 10, 9 and 10, I felt like a new man. 9 and 10 with a side of bacon? Oh my goodness, I was an animal. Danielle's looking at me like I'm crazy. Yes, I ordered a side of bacon because I needed to change the flavor in my mouth. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the constant pan or the constant waffle flavor anymore i don't know if you've gotten to the point where you like drink so much one night and then you wake up tasting that same liquor the next day that's what it was like waffles five through eight 
It was purely that nasty ass flavor. And I got short bust in the chat. Joey Waffle Nut over here. Yeah, look, man, there was there was a point where it was probably waffles six and seven to where I wasn't I wasn't syruping them. There was no syrup involved. I was taking a bite and I had Sprite water and a sparkling water that I was just like going a little bit with just to get it down, just to get it down. Nine and 10 went down easy. 11 and 12, an absolute blur. But here we are. We have lived to tell the tale. I know there was a bunch of people. Scott Hansen, I think, was, was tweeting about it. Uh, Yahoo Fantasy, Bleacher Report betting, like a bunch of people um, ha- have kind of taken with it and, and run with it. So love that my uh, me being a loser could could inspire and, and make the internet laugh for, for just a little bit longer. So that is what it is. I'm really excited. Saul Bookman, GM Saul Bookman, uh, he also has to do this challenge. So I'm excited to see uh, him have to do it now that I have done it. Short bus, what did you put on them? So it was syrup, syrup for the majority of it, right? Um, like I said, five and five through eight, there was no syrup. Um, on five, I opted to try hot sauce um, just because I, it's something that Damon and I had talked about. I thought changing up the flavor was going to be good. Uh, word of advice, never put Frank's Red Hot on a waffle at Waffle House. It tastes like garbage. Um, it somehow was worse than the flavor of just waffle in my mouth. Um, it was it was pretty horrible to be to be just completely frank with you on that one. Uh, but we got through it. We got through it. The bacon, like I said, the bacon was a game changer. I almost wanted to experiment with jam for a second. I feel like that would have been a way to keep keep the flavor uh, unique and diversify it a little bit. But like I said, uh, the internet's having fun with it, so so that's awesome. But we managed, Danielle. We managed. The side of bacon and the hot sauce is a level of hubris that, like, it's pretty impressive, honestly. I'm telling you what, there was, when when I took the first bite of nine and I supplemented it with a bite of bacon, I felt like I was ready to rock again. I felt like I had just walked in there for the very first time all over again. Me and Jess, who was my lovely, lovely server the entire time that I got to Waffle House, was was an absolute animal, loved her. Um, but there was definitely a moment where I was sitting at a Waffle House at about five o'clock in the afternoon and it was just me and three people at Waffle House who had all been working doubles. <laughs> um, so it was it was a time. They were playing bangers, though. They were playing bangers in that Waffle House. I'll tell you what. I actually saw ASU running back to Carlos Brooks. He was there. Uh, he cut my hair one time. Uh, I saw an ASU softball pitcher there as well, Kylie Maggie. Um, so it was a crazy, crazy experience. Duck Tamaro came through. Like It, it might have well as been uh, the, the PHNX Sun Devil Show Part 2, but... It was a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't seen the whole thing, head over to my Twitter, Anthony underscore Tree. You can see the full thread um, uh, of the Waffle House Challenge. Definitely uh, something that I don't intend to be doing again, uh, unless Scott Hansen and Mr. Beast want to get involved. Then then I'll definitely get in on, on all that one more time. But it is what it is. Rich in the chat, Tree is strong. He answers the challenge and survives. Frank Cush would be proud. Absolutely. Hey, I lost. I'll own it. I'll own it. There was our fantasy group chat was talking about how I could have two or three people come and visit me from the league and also do, you know, celebrity shots pretty much where they could eat a waffle and it take off my my time. And I said, no, I said, no, I didn't want that. I said I was going to be sitting in my experience. I didn't want there to be a moment where weeks or months go by and people are like, oh, yeah, but you had help. No, I lost. I was going to own the entirety of that experience um, but I'll tell you what, when, when a couple of folks did come by from the league and they're like, yeah, we'll have a waffle for you. I, I definitely thought about it, man. I definitely thought about it. Cause I was in some serious, serious pain. The bloating and the level of disgust I have for waffles is like nothing that I've ever seen before. Um, so again, don't encourage 
people doing the Waffle House Challenge. But if you end up doing it, it really is a marathon, not a sprint. I have learned that the hard way. But let's go ahead. Let's start talking about the NFL Combine a little bit here on the PHNX Sun Devil Show. Obviously, we are an Arizona State-related podcast, but we do dive into all things college sports when it is necessary. And I do feel like it is necessary because over time, we've seen college athletics start to evolve, start to transition into a new era, whether that be the transfer portal, NIL, conference realignment, and so much more, but we're starting to see an even crazier trend, potentially in my mind, with some of the nation's top college prospects um, moving on to the NFL, not participating in the NFL Combine, which does take place this week. Starting off with a tweet from Rapsheet himself earlier, I believe last week, saying, quote, Potential top overall pick USC quarterback Caleb Williams will wait until his pro day to throw and work out for scout sources say he'll be in Indianapolis for the NFL scouting combine, but not throw for teams. Caleb Williams, not the only one. Albert Breer tweeting this thus the other day as well, saying Ohio State supernova Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't just skipping drills in Indy. He's not at combine training facilities at all. Instead, staying at Ohio State and building toward his rookie Season. So two players who are likely going to be selected in the top five of the upcoming NFL draft not participating in the NFL scouting combine. For those of you that don't know the NFL scouting combine, obviously it's a series of tests run by NFL scouts, NFL GMs, uh, and really just the league in general in Indianapolis. They do interviews, uh, team meetings uh, to really get a better sense of these athletes and what they are going into uh, the NFL draft. But there are pro days. Like you could see, it looks like Marvin Harrison Jr. and Caleb Williams opting to avoid having to work out earlier in this process and saving it for their pro days at their fields uh, where maybe they're a little bit more comfortable. And it, like I said, it gives them a little bit more time to go through everything that they want to go through. My initial opinion on this um, is I think you are going to start to see the NFL Combine start to fade away. Um, when it comes to top-level players over the next couple of years. Same reason you start to see players not uh, participate in bowl games, right? There's no, the the risk versus reward here isn't necessarily great enough for them to want to participate. That's why you see guys like Caleb Williams opting out of their bowl games and kind of why you're seeing them start to opt out of the NFL Combine. What do you have to gain if you decide you want to work out in indie, if you want to throw, if you want to measure up, like if you want to do any of those things, when in theory you could just wait till your pro day, you know all 32 teams are going to be there anyways. It, you're almost, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially if you go, you could potentially get hurt, all of these other things. And for a guy like Caleb Williams, who is going to be the number one quarterback off the board and Marvin Harrison Jr., all signs point to him being the very first skill guy off the board, like you don't have a whole lot to gain from participating in the NFL Combine. Now, the other side of that coin is there's a lot of people being like, oh, I wouldn't want to draft this guy. This guy specifically not participating in the Combine makes me not want to grab him in the NFL draft. I can hear it, but from the same side side of it, the risk versus reward here for the NFL Combine doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense. I could see the league uh, enforcing it and maybe making invitations like if you accept the invitation and you are going to be an indie you do have to participate that never really um was something that you know i guess crossed my mind like you're going to be an indie regardless and you have to do your meetings you have to do your interviews 
like if you want to do those interviews and meetings, then maybe you should have to participate or at least measure up in the NFL combine. Like I said, I'd love for everybody in the chat to chime in on this as well. What do you guys think? What do you guys think specifically about Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. not participating in the NFL combine? Um, it, it certainly is interesting, but again, you're seeing guys um, more so opt to not throw, not to go run routes um, throughout that entire week. And I, like I said, I get their point of view from it, but the other side also has a valid argument. Uh, I, I feel like you're wasting invitations because there are how many college athletes out there that don't get invited to the NFL Combine, um, and, and you know they would love that opportunity to showcase their talents and what they are made of, pretty much. So there's certainly two sides to that argument. Short bus in the chat, it's like lying on your resume. They don't find out you suck until after you get the job. I mean, yeah, there is, like I said, you can hurt your stock. You can also boost it. But when you are such a highly touted player like a Caleb Williams or a Marvin Harrison Jr., can you really boost your stock? Right? Like, you're not really... What's higher than the first overall pick for Caleb Williams? Like, there isn't really a point in him participating. And even, I would say, even if he didn't participate in the pro day and he didn't participate in the combine and he just did the meetings and the interviews um, and the Wonderlick test, like, I, I feel like he would still be the first quarterback taken and Marvin Harrison Jr. Like the worst case scenario for him is what he's wide receiver three, which I, which would be crazy. No one's taken Roma Dunze and Malik neighbors over Marvin Harrison Jr. It's just not happening. Even if he doesn't participate in his pro day, which he probably will, right? Like there isn't anything to gain for these guys by participating in the NFL combine, the risk versus reward there. It, it just, it isn't there. And the more, I think first round talent sees that over years to come. It's going to be a trend. Not to say it hasn't already. I, I believe former Arizona State quarterback Jaden Daniels, I don't think he's working out at the NFL Combine either. Um, and, and, you know, that starts to say something when you have so many of these quarterbacks and, and talented wide receivers say, you know what? We're just going to hold off. Uh, short bus, are they doing private workouts though? Absolutely. I believe each team is allowed um, to invite players for specific private workouts or go through private workouts there is a number though that you are only allowed to hit you you can't like do a private workout for all 32 teams um that would be pretty much your pro day is what that is considered um so it, it certainly is going to be interesting but like i like i said i don't anticipate that these guys not participating in the nfl combine is is really going to impact um their draft stock it is what it is it's already set a lot of that based off of the tape that they've already showcased um, and for no reason will these guys be penalized um, for not participating in the NFL Combine. But certainly the first couple of topics that we have to get into don't necessarily relate a whole lot to Arizona State, but we are going to be talking ASU in just a second. But first, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Circle K. Look, I stopped drinking energy drinks, and I told you when I was at Waffle House, had myself a sparkling water, a little lime one, beautiful Helped get the job done. And where did I get it? Of course, Circle K. Because guys, they're America's thirst shop, okay? And they're going to help you get through the Waffle House Challenge as, well, not to mention they're helping you save money every single day with Inner Circle. It's their new free membership program where you guys are going to save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups and then save three cents per gallon every single day after that. Not to mention you're going to get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products 
We are talking pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, and more. Just check it out for yourself. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading that Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Now, I love Circle K. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have to stop there on my way home because I am running extremely low on gas. So knock on wood, hopefully I am able to make it to the Circle K nearest to us. Otherwise, that would be bad. Don't let PD know. Don't let PD know? Don't let PD know. Why? That's become a whole shtick on on, Coyotes coyotes that I let my tank go pretty far down. And he just, he yells at me all the time. Father PD? Yeah. Yeah. So don't let him know. Okay. I'll be sure. Like I said, I'm hoping that I'm able to just get it to the Circle K across the street. That is what I'm hoping for. I'm also, guys, super, super excited because like three weeks from now, I'm being San Antonio for a concert. Shout out Game Time for hooking me up. Uh, with a great, great deal to go see J. Cole, Drake in San Antonio. Going to be seeing Noah Khan in Canada, NF in San Diego. And I don't say all of that to be like, oh, look where I'm going. I say it because shout out Game Time for being able to make all of those tickets to all of these other cities so damn affordable. Game Time, it seriously is the best ticketing app around. It is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download that Game Time app. Create an account and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Danielle, before we get into everything going on with Arizona State, how was your weekend? It was good. Yeah? It wasn't too bad. I uh, Well, no, never mind. It wasn't good. Um, I got, I, I, I got talked back into playing football again and I got absolutely drilled. No way. Yeah. So I can't really walk that well. Oh um, my gosh. but other than that, like I, I caught a touchdown and we had a, we had a great time at the coyotes meetup. So I saw that. That was yeah, cool. Yeah. It was, it was overall, I mean, if I could walk, it would be better. Yeah. But I other feel than that. that, it was, it was, it was a decent I feel weekend. that. Trust me. If I didn't have to eat all the waffles, then I'd be feeling a lot better too, but Looks like we both had weekends that we that could have gone better, right? That could have gone better. But hey, I don't know if it could have been a, a better overall weekend for Arizona State, specifically, specifically talking um, ASU hoops. ASU basketball with just a massive, massive win over Washington State. You can call me a hater. You can call me a doubter. But I did not see that one coming, even though it's the most Arizona State thing to do to play Washington a couple days prior, be down by 25, lose a heartbreaker in overtime, only to then take on Washington State, a team that beat Arizona, who's going to be probably a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. And then Washington State comes to Tempe, and sure enough, Arizona State says, ah. Uh, light work, I got you. Light work, I got you. Of course, the one game that I bet on Washington State, part of my parlay, and of course, Arizona State comes through. I swear, Arizona State haunts me. They live to break my soul. That's what the Sun Devils do. But they did get the win, man. 73-61 to 61 over Washington State. Uh, yeah, it's funny. There were people that had Arizona State in the AP Top 25. Like, Arizona State is getting votes. And they're 14-14. and 14. That's crazy. The only explanation I have for this is there is a man by the name of, I, I, I believe, Brent Bloomquist, which I believe is Willie Bloomquist's, like, they're, I, they've got to be related in some way. If you didn't know Willie Bloomquist is the Arizona State baseball coach, I've got a feeling that there is some sort of, um, what, what's the word that I'm looking for? There, there's a conspiracy going on here. Or 
the reason that Arizona State is getting votes in the AP Top 25 at 14 and 14 after a win over Washington State is simply because, Danielle, people are confusing the Arizona Wildcats for the Arizona State Sun Devils, which seems to be a an occurrence that happens for almost no reason at all because Arizona State and Arizona are different. Um, the Arizona State Sun Devils and the Arizona Wildcats are different. And if you Google both of these, you can see pretty easily that they aren't the same university. They don't have the same mascot. They're not in the same city. Like, I have never, and Damon asked me, I don't know why this keeps happening, okay? And normally, it's Arizona, I feel like, benefiting from Arizona State. But this this one time specifically, Arizona State might be benefiting from uh, people doing AP Top 25 votes. Um, they're, they're benefiting from the Arizona Wildcats. So, we'll take it. We'll take it. Look, the Wildcats benefited from Arizona State beating Washington State because of uh, seeding in the Pac-12 tournament. Washington State really controlled its own destiny until it lost to Arizona State. Um, so that's a bummer. But just taking a look back at ASU's 73-61 to win, um, I was at Waffle House while this game was going on. I was absolutely at Waffle House while this game was going on, and I couldn't believe my eyes as it was going on. Because guess what, guys? Alonzo Gaffney played 30 minutes, didn't foul out, and had 11 points. Are you kidding me? That's That might be the first. Alonzo Gaffney played a hell of a game. Six boards, three assists, two blocks, 11 points. Five of eight from the field. Are you kidding me? Where has this been? We haven't seen this guy in months. We've been given the praying mantis in that jersey for the, the last four weeks. We need this Alonzo Gaffney moving forward. Jemiah Neal, nine points. Frankie Collins, 14 points, six boards, three assists, like a steal, because of course. Adam Miller, two boards, an assist, a steal, 12 points. Jose Perez, Mr. Not Fancy at all, 16 points, two steals, four assists, six boards. Hey, guess what? When you score, you win games. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy, guys? All you got to do is score more points than your opponent, and you're going to win the basketball game. It's almost like that's how sports work. It's crazy, isn't it? Short bus, you must now go watch every game at Waffle House. So this is funny because Waffle House doesn't have TVs. The only TV, and I'm not joking you, the only television, quote-unquote, or monitor that they have is the security camera that you could see everything happening by the front door. That is the only monitor that is in Waffle House. So I had to stream East it and, and watch it that way. But still, Arizona State finding a way to get it done against the second best team in the Pac-12. A team in Washington State that is now 21-7, 12-5 overall in conference. Arizona State 14-14, 8-9 in conference. Um, and the Sun Devils, hey, a massive, massive win just to get back in the win column. To, to feel that confidence, to feel what it's like to win again. Because, and, and I know there's going to be people that laugh at that, but it's been such an up and down road for Arizona State. But for the Sun Devils to get that win after the way the Washington game played out, after losing by 45 to Arizona, and then the number of games that they had lost prior to beating Oregon State and Utah. Like, this is just an Arizona State team that I think needed to build a little bit of confidence heading into the last three regular season games. Um, and really before the the Pac-12 tournament, because for Arizona State, the, the path right now doesn't get any easier. You've got Arizona, who is the number six team in the nation right now. Um, you've got a date with them on Wednesday. It's, you know, it's at home. So you, there's obviously some hope in there. Um, 
And then you got USC and UCLA to close things out. Neither one of those teams um, really is too much of a threat. I think Arizona State certainly has a chance in, in both those games against UCLA and USC. But how this team comes out against Arizona is going to be really, really important for me just to kind of see where Arizona State and Bobby Hurley, where they're at ahead of the Pac-12 tournament. Um, you are going to be in a gauntlet when it comes to that trip to Vegas, as it is every single year. Arizona State's only hope to make the NCAA tournament uh, is to get the auto bid, which the conference winner gets. So Arizona State would have to win the Pac-12 tournament. Guess what? Arizona State has never won the Pac-12 tournament in program history. So get your popcorn ready because T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena, they might not be ready for Bobby Hurley and what they got cooking. Okay, I know when Donald listens back to this, because I'm sure he's napping right now. Donald's one of our PHNX diehards. Uh, he's going to be like, Totri, what, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about, Bobby Hurley? Okay, Donald, Donald is not a giant fan of Bobby Hurley. Uh, I know there's a lot of ASU basketball fans that have been indifferent about everything going on. But I want to I, I pose a question to everybody in the chat. Okay, If Arizona State basketball were to win the Pac-12 tournament, and get in the NCAA tournament. Does that forgive Bobby for this season? If they get the auto bid to the NCAA tournament, if they win the for if they win the, the program's very first Pac-12 championship, does that forgive Hurley of the sins of the season? I feel like it might. I feel like it might. The more I think about it, it, it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. But that's college sports. That's college athletics. That's college basketball, and that is Arizona State. Would it not be the most Arizona State basketball thing to do to play Arizona tight, to probably go one-and-one one between UCLA and USC? You got everybody when you head to Vegas just being like, this team, this team's nothing. They lost to San Diego. They did this. They did that. And guess what? You get to Las Vegas, and Bobby Hurley turns on the heat. Frankie Collins and company, they run through the, the opponent in the first first round because they're going to be having to play in the first round. They manage a way to make a run. And let's say, let's just do the thing, Danielle. Let's just play in la-la land, why don't we? And we talk about a Pac-12 championship game at McHale North, right? In Las Vegas. And you've got Arizona State in Arizona. They're different, by the way, AP voters. They're playing for the Pac-12 Tournament Championship. And would you know, Bobby Hurley and the Sun Devils come out on top to be the last Pac-12 tourney champs in conference history. That's enough. That's enough of a, I'm sorry, Bobby, you can keep coaching. <laughs> that's that's what it would take. That's what it would take. Share it in the chat. It's never going to happen. But yes, LTC. Ah, yes. Um, JJ in the chat. Pack DFA. Toe tree waffle god. I don't know if I'm a waffle god, man. I feel more like a waffle gremlin um, at this point in time. But hey, it is what it is. I'm curious, JJ, because you're JJ's. Um, he's always in the chat talking ASU hoops. Would you forgive Bobby Hurley for this season if the Sun Devils were to win the Pac-12 championship game? I just have to know. I just have to know. Uh, let's see. We got short bus in the chat. Donald is waking up with this take. Sorry, Donald. 
Sorry. I, I know Donald is, is really, really going to hate it, but that's just what it is. But hey, we'll obviously see what happens with ASU Hoops on Wednesday. We will be doing a post-game show for the Arizona State-Arizona game, so definitely lock in. Should be a fun one. Hopefully, it doesn't get any worse than a 45-point loss to the in-state rival, but it is what it is. Moving on from Arizona State basketball to Arizona State football, guys. Do us a solid. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. I do want to talk about a class of 2024 commit that Arizona State and Kenny Dillingham were able to snag over the weekend. That is defensive back Nico Clem. He tweeted this saying he is committed to Arizona State. Hashtag forks up. Hashtag activate the valley and if you don't know who nico clem is he is a three-star defensive back he's about 5'11 a buck 75 um out of california so he chose to commit to arizona state over schools like byu oregon west virginia all of which had reportedly extended offers uh, to nico clem but of course the sun devils being the team that stood out the most a giant get again i think the the more that Kenny Dillingham can add the better. And when I say a giant get, I don't mean a giant get as in Nico Clem is a four-star, five-star defensive back that's going to come in and make an immediate impact for Arizona State. Not to say that he can't. Not to say that he can't go out and have that level um, of success. It's a very, very, very difficult thing to do as a young player, as a three-star. But at the end of the day, Arizona State continuing to add, continuing to show the recruiting prowess uh, that some of these coaches have, I think is huge. Short bust in the chat, three-star preferred walk-on. I'll take it. Good pedigree. Absolutely. Uh, Football runs in the family. His dad's an offensive line coach. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if there is any relation to to Jalen Clem, the offensive lineman that Arizona State was able to get in the portal. Yeah, short bust asking that question right on cue. I'm not sure if they're related. Um, It would be ironic if they were. so I think, again, for Kenny Dillingham, Brian Carrington, Coach Samp, to be able to head into California and get a three-star defensive back this late in the game um, a- after you know schools like Oregon, BYU, West Virginia had reportedly extended offers, I think that's huge. I think it says a lot about, again, the trajectory of this program and the type of coaches that are on this Arizona State staff to get a guy this late in the game. And the fun thing is, we're February 26th right now. Guess what? You are going to bleat. You're going to blink. And spring football is going to be here. Spring football is right around the corner, guys. I am so damn excited to get back out to those practices, uh, to talk to these players, to talk to the coaches, and just to see it. Just to kind of see everything, like, go down. Like, I'm excited. I haven't been this excited for an ASU sport since ASU basketball started the season. And my goodness, we that, that excitement fainted quickly. But here we are, Okay. It's right around the corner. We're going to keep you covered right here um, on the PHNX Sun Devil Show. Again, we appreciate everybody listening on audio, everybody watching live. Hit that like button. Also, one really cool thing that we have here at PHNX going on. Don't know if any of you have seen it yet. Something to consider, especially if you're a PHNX diehard. But the PHNX Locker, guys, is having a 30% off of everything sale. From Monday through Wednesday, head on over to phnxlocker.com to check out all of our merch and your discount is automatically applied at checkout. 30% of stuff that is already pretty affordable and the best merch in the Valley, hands down. 
Highly, highly recommend you go get it. Clear out the locker. We're going to be bringing so much more here soon. Definitely go get it. And it's the perfect time. Spring training, you can get your Diamondback shirts. Obviously, the Coyotes are what the Coyotes are. Uh, but we, I believe that the Coyotes have some of the best merch that we have. Um, the Suns, obviously, looking to hopefully make a playoff run. They had a big win over the Lakers the other night. Like I said, get your hands on some of the Arizona State merch that we have. Because, of course, no better time. No better time than the, to sport your, your ASU fandom, guys. Definitely, definitely go check out, again, uh, phnxlocker.com. Check out the merch. 30% off of everything. It's a clearance sale, guys. Take advantage of everything that we have to offer. Look, we're going to keep talking ASU here in just a second. But first, I want to tell you how you can make some money. Okay, I brought it up earlier. I did lose my parlay over the weekend. I had Kansas winning. I had UConn winning. And I had Washington State winning. All three of those managed to get it up to plus money. And of course, your Arizona State Sun Devils decided, hey, Anthony, you're at a Waffle House for 12 hours. Um, you want it to not win your bet? Because that's what we're going to do. So thank you, Bobby Hurley and company, for that one. Uh, but hey, it's not going to stop me from using the BetMGM Sportsbook app because there are things to bet on every single day, and they still have an amazing offer for you that you could take advantage of. If you haven't already signed up, go do it now. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account. Placing a wager in the amount of at least $5 in standard odds price. And once you have placed a bet, you guys are going to receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager, guys. It is a BetMGM parlay picks day. So let's go ahead. Let's craft this one together. Going to be open up the BetMGM Sportsbook app as it stands right now. And you know what immediately jumps out to me? Just things that I love. When I'm looking at betting, I'm not trying to... to be one of those guys that places a, a 10 cent bet that hits for a million dollars. Yes, that would be nice, but you just got to get some easy wins. Okay. Just some easy wins here or there. And I think we've got it. Okay. Give me the Kings money line over the heat minus 300. Give me the Pacers money line over the Raptors. Okay. So that's minus 250 and the Kings is minus 300. So you parlay those together and you throw in the Knicks money line beating the, the garbage Pistons. And you're at plus money. You're at plus 115. Knicks, Kings, Pacers. Take it to the bank. Easy money. That is my BetMGM parlay pick. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5. And you'll receive $150 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And Allison and Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-91-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Love it. Short post in the chat. Yes, they are brothers. So Nico Clem and Jalen Clem are brothers. Two of the newest Arizona State Sun Devils. One obviously beefing up the Arizona State offensive line and one being a preferred walk-on in the secondary. Certainly, like I said, excited to just get back out there to the Kajikawa practice fields and see Arizona State in action. I, I literally, I can't keep the, ex I can't contain it, guys. I can't contain my excitement. It is going to be an absolute blast. But look, the one thing that when it comes this time of year and there's so many sports going on, you're going to have the NCAA tournament right around the corner, spring football, um, the NBA playoffs feel like they're coming around the corner, NHL, spring training, like there's so much going on. And I'm a big believer in, yes, going to sporting events, but also I'm somebody that loves the comfort of their own home. I love being able to just chill 
and watch the sports from my home. But guess what? The puppy that I got has claimed the couch. So the puppy and my roommate stay on the couch. That leaves me, little old Waffle House me, to sit on the floor and watch all of these lovely sporting events. And I'll be honest with you, it's, uh, it's taking a toll on the tush, okay? So maybe I need to call Empire today. Need to get some new flooring in the house. That way it makes my viewing experience just a little bit easier, guys. Empire today, the place to go get some new flooring. You get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. Empire today is the best place to get new flooring. So of course, you're going to have some copycats out there. It's the greatest form of flattery, but Empire today can't be beat when it comes to quality, service, and speed. They're not going to promise the lowest prices because let's be real, anybody who does that is putting flooring in your home that they wouldn't even put in their own. Empire today, they pride themselves on their convenient shop at home service. They're going to help customers shop for floors where they use their floors so they can see exactly what their new floors are going to look like in their homes, lighting and decor so they can make an informed decision. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. LTC in the chat. Is it me or is Damon rushing through the ad? Shane took his time. Yeah, Damon, man. I don't know what to say. It's just some, it's the wildcat in him. You know, it's when you're an Arizona wildcat, you just feel the need to rush greatness. And I think that's exactly what Damon does. And I'll be honest with you. I was on the PHNX Wildcat show today and I had people clowning on me for the Waffle House thing. But hey, I got 12 waffles down. I bet you the Wildcats, they would be slacking. I think they're probably hovering around the eight waffle mark. Saul GM Bookman, he's going to be doing it. He's going to be doing this challenge here soon. He's a Wildcat. There's no way he hits 12. There's just no way. I firmly believe that I am the one that could do this challenge. Uh, Danielle, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. Okay? Do you think that Saul will beat my time in my waffle count? I don't think so. Okay. 12 is a lot of waffles. It is a lot of waffles. It is a lot of waffles. Who do you think at the company could also could do the challenge as well? And who do you think would be the worst at doing this challenge? Who'd be the worst? Who'd be the worst at PHNX at doing this challenge? I don't want to throw her under. I think I don't think Leah could eat a lot of waffles. You don't think Leah could eat a lot I don't, of waffles? I don't think I don't think she could she could I say it as if like I'm proud that I ate twelve fucking waffles, but <laughs> That's a lot of waffles. Yeah, I I don't I don't think Leah I don't I don't think she would be very good at this. Um who would be who, who would be good at it? Oh Shane. Yeah. 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 Shane Shane would be in and out in an hour. Yeah. An hour? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I also like I think I would be pretty good at it. Yeah. I'm I I can I man, I can still down a lot of food. I can yeah. still down a massive amount of food. Yeah. I feel it. So I don't I don't know if I could be twelve, but I think I could do a pretty good job. I'd love to I'd I'd love to see it, man. I I I'd love I to see I wouldn't. I'd really rather not yeah, well, try it. Like I said, Saul's going to have to do it, and uh, I think that might be the only time that I step into a Waffle House for the next probably couple years. Um, I will not be eating a waffle anytime soon. Kind of makes me want to throw up a little bit, but, you know, we're on the other side. We're on the other side. Chris in the chat, if it's fake syrup, she'd be out. Absolutely. You got only the real thing. Only the real thing uh, with Leah. Tony in the chat, thanks, Totri. You just blew my Waffle House stocks into the crapper. I'm sorry, man. I'm so, so sorry. Chris, Derek would destroy. I don't know if he would. I don't think Derek would do that well. To be I don't think so either. I think Derek. Oh, would... you know what? Hang on, hang on. I'm gonna take back. I'm gonna take back my Leah answer. Jesse. Really? Jesse would not. Jesse no, would not Jesse do would, well either. No. Jesse would not. Jesse do well would either. eat one and be like, "I'm done." Jesse actually showed up. 
What a good guy. Jesse showed up. I believe he actually did have a waffle. He did have a waffle. Uh, he took it rather slow. Um, but, you know, he he wasn't in a rush. He didn't have to be in a rush. But I, I major shout out to everybody that came and visited me during my my trial, pretty much. Uh, we had Damon. Damon Dog. He showed up from PHNX. Awesome to see him. Uh, Eliav from uh, Sports360. He showed up. Shout out him. Doug Tamaro. The, the OG himself showed up. That was incredible. What uh, a guy. What what an, what an animal. First person to text me, too, when that tweet went out, by the way. So, Doug Tamaro is, like, genuinely one of the best people you'll ever meet. Absolutely. Uh, Andy Greenberg, friend of mine that, that I knew a um, while back when I, when I had an internship um, through sports radio. He was an absolute, absolute, again, legend for, for showing up. And then Jesse Friedman, PHNX Diamondbacks, showing up and showing out. It was awesome to see. Uh, everybody do that. JJ in the chat. Ooh, what ASU Hooper would do best at the challenge? Wow, what a question. What ASU basketball player would do the Waffle House challenge the best? That's short bus. Short bus gave me too. I was going to say Selabungay would. would... Selabungay, yeah. You know what? But I also, I think Jose Perez. You think Jose Perez? Jose think, Perez is a good answer. I think, yeah. I'm I, going Frankie. I'm going Frankie. I just think Frankie Collins has too much of a dog in him to to not get down at least fourteen waffles. See, that was my thinking with Jose Perez. Is that he's just I wants it? I don't know if he could actually eat it, but yeah. I know he's gonna want it. Yeah. Look, and there's something there's something to be said about wanting it and like the will. Like, I wanted it, okay, but wanting it's not enough, okay? Because you sit there, you sit there, you got waffle number seven, and all you taste is waffle, guys. All you taste is Waffle House waffle, and you're full. To the point where, like, the food is here, okay? I've eaten a lot of a lot of batter, and it's just sitting at the, at the guzzle right here, okay? And you take a bite, and you want to gag. Literally, that's what it, that's what it was like, man. It was tough. It was tough. I do think Jose Perez um, could get it down. I... I uh, and I think, yeah, yeah, I know, Danielle. And Frankie Collins, um, I think, would be good at the challenge. Okay, there you go. Like I said earlier, I did see an ASU softball player, an ASU football player there. Um, ASU just kind of runs the the university Waffle House. So I, I guess that's expected, though. I guess that probably is expected. But enough about Waffle House. Let's go ahead and get into this week's Pac-12 Power Rankings. Look, Things at the top, they're staying the same. We are going to keep it with the Arizona Wildcats atop the Pac-12 Power Rankings. We know what happened with Arizona last week against Washington State. They rebounded um, and were able to get back on track with a big win over Washington. And like I said, at this point in the season, there's not really anything that can happen unless a massive, massive just three-game fumble for Arizona. So they are going to stay put at number one. Washington State at two. I thought about moving them down because of the loss to Arizona State. But you can't can't deny them after that win over Arizona. I do think Washington State is going to be a team that gives um, Arizona maybe some problems when we head to the conference tournament, but we will see. I like what Washington State is as a team, and I do think they belong in the AP Top 25. I've got Colorado. They move up 2-3. Colorado's been an interesting team to follow this season, but Colorado, as of late, I mean, you just got to hand it to them. They, they beat Utah by 24 points, and they beat USC 
Like you're able to get it done um, after losses to UCLA, which was one of the hottest teams in the conference. Uh, and then of course, a loss to Arizona. So Colorado finding a way to get back on track at number four, I've got Oregon. Oregon finds a way to get back into that conversation. UCLA, they do fall a little bit. I've got the Bruins sitting at number five. Now UCLA, they were one of the hottest teams in this conference, but you look as of late, the Bruins have lost now um, two in a row, and they're still nine and seven in conference. They are fighting for a top four seed in the Pac-12 tournament, but those two losses, I've got them dropping to five. Cal, Cal is up to number six. They've moved up. They are on a three-game win streak, and believe it or not, Cal's only three and a half games back from being first in the conference. Now there isn't enough games in the regular season for that to happen, but certainly enough time for Cal to sneak and get a uh, top four seed in the Pac-12 tournament, which would be mind-blowing to me if Cal is able to do that. Utah at seven, Washington at eight. We know the week that they had. Um, Washington's not a good basketball team, guys. I'm here to tell you that. But Arizona State isn't that great either. That's why I got the Sun Devils at number nine. But hey, that win over Washington State was huge. Exactly what this team needed ahead of the final three games of the regular season, Arizona, USC, and UCLA. Love what I saw from Frankie Collins, Jose Perez, and even Alonzo Gaffney. If they can keep that moving forward and stay competitive against Arizona on Wednesday and take care of the L.A. schools, then I would feel a lot better about their chances when we hit to Vegas. But we're still a ways away from actually talking ourselves into believing that this team can win the conference tournament. Stanford at 10, Oregon State at 11, and USC at 12. I know there's people that say, hey, Oregon State and USC could probably go back and forth between those two teams. Look, USC is 5-11, uh, in Pac-12 play, Oregon State is 4-13. and Both of the, those teams are absolutely putrid on the road. They're combined 3-16 and away from home. Um, they are not very good basketball teams, so say what you want about them, but I have them. Oregon State at 11, and then, of course, the USC Trojans at 12. Guys, that is going to do it for this week's Pac-12 Power Rankings. Head to the comments. Let me know what you think. Hit that like button. And that really is going to do it for today's PHNX Sun Devil Show. We appreciate, again, everybody listening on audio. We appreciate everybody watching live. Again, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We are inching so much closer to spring football. If you missed it over the weekend because you were too locked in on the waffly goodness that I was getting involved with, check out. We have a new audio-only episode of Positional Breakdown continuing Um, of the Arizona State linebacker position. Definitely check out all of these positional breakdown videos, um, or I guess audio episodes rather, before we get into spring football, because it certainly is going to be a whole lot of fun. Short bus in the chat. Wait, we all want to know. What do you want to know, short bus? What do you want to know? I will stay on just for you until you ask whatever you you have to have to say. Um, But yeah, if like I said, if you're new here, uh, hit that like button. Give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow DJ Danielle at Abrick Danielle across social media. Short bus to answer your question of did I um, did I vomit? No, I did not vomit. There was a point in time though where uh, I felt it. I, I felt like it was going to be the time, but I held strong and I did not. Okay, I I owned the waffles. I owned the challenge. Um, And like I said, I'm going to be better in 2025 so that I don't end up at a Waffle House again, guys. But like I said, that is going to do it for today's show. We appreciate everybody. We will see you on Tuesday. In the meantime, go Devils and peace.